The Power 40 podcast is an uplifting faith-based podcast that speaks to all that is going on in our world. Our goal is to share inspirational real-life stories and experiences from notable guests around the country on matters that touch us all. The number 40 symbolizes a period of testing, trial, or probation. We all experience trying times in our lives, but it's what comes from these times that make us who we are. As we depict periods of people's lives where the idea of the number 40 is played out, we will learn the goodness that comes from perseverance, determination, and belief. I'm your host, Danica Tramberg, joined today by Dan Bishop, founder of Clothing Across America, a nonprofit that provides brand new clothes and personal care items to nonprofit agencies free of charge. And she collaborates with shelters, clothing banks, and emergency relief organizations to distribute new clothing. Um, and just her her work and experience in the nonprofit industry and strong strategic skills in both fundraising and marketing is what we're so excited to talk to her about today. And um, Diane, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having us. So how did you get into this nonprofit area, specifically clothing across America? Well, I've been in the nonprofit world for a long time. Um, and clothing across America, um, because we're kind of born out of my last nonprofit job. Uh, when I was with another clothing um, distributor, it was a clothing bank, a small clothing bank. We were invited to be on the Oprah show. Oh, wow. And I know it was pretty exciting. You can't even imagine when I got the call because I'm like, yeah, right. She's calling, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but they did. And we were on the Oprah show and, and talked about what we do. And after that show aired, the minute it aired and the ending happened, we got phone calls like crazy from all over the United States. Wow. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. And so that started my mind thinking about how there's so many closed closets that are disjointed or don't know what to do or people who want to start yeah. one up and all of that, that we needed to be a united force to kind of help each other out during the rough spots. And I started thinking about that, but we went into a building campaign. So that kind of got set aside. And um, after some time, I'm like, I really want to do this. I really want to start a nonprofit that is nationwide, that helps everybody, you know, the shelters, churches, um, schools, you name it. And of course, the shelters with all of the different various um, people that we help from homeless to veterans. Mm-hmm. And I slowly started. Um, I prayed about it a lot <laughs> and felt like, yep, it's time. And it was amazing how God put all the right people in all the right places. And from my exposure on Oprah, I met our national marketing director, Denise Jordan Walker, and we started talking and planning and she's brilliant. <laughs> and so um, we put some things together and um, some other people, John Mendoza, Amy Olvey, a lot of people were really involved in helping start what we are. We got going and it was every door was opened when it needed to be open. So I knew I was on the right path. We got clothing before we were even a nonprofit. <laughs> Wow. As I was waiting for our nonprofit license to come through. Yeah. So we're able, it was just amazing. And the rental space came free at least the early days. <laughs> um, the rent the uh, warehouse we were in, which we're still in today, allowed us to rent free for three months. And it was just amazing. That is awesome. It's, Where are you yeah. guys centrally located? In Appleton, Wisconsin. Okay. So you are you're local to us. We're we're in the southeastern part of the state. You um, are cool. Yes, yes. 
Um, so that's very cool. And what do you, you serve every state in the U.S.? We do um, mostly heavy within the 48 states. And we've done a little bit in Hawaii and Alaska, but costs are pretty expensive. Holding is pretty heavy. So yeah. shipping is difficult. For sure. Yeah. Wow. What an incredible thing. What was it always going to be clothing for you that you wanted to you know, help people with because it crosses every single demographic, everyone needs a piece of clothes to wear or, or did you have different ideas? Why, why clothing? Clothing, clothing is empowerment mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, and I think it's probably one of the most overlooked um, necessities because we all know we need food to survive. We all know we need shelter to survive, but we also need clothing because yeah. clothing does a lot for if you're in a job interview and how you, how you look, and how you present yourself, or if you're going to school and you don't want you're a child, or you don't want to be bullied because you're not wearing the right clothing, mm-hmm. things like that. And um, not only is it powerful that way, but it's emotional. And you know, we've seen people change because they have a new piece of clothes on that they've never had before. And I think that it's emotional. It's um, emotional not only just for the person that gets it, for the person that gives it. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win for everybody. I love that. And I know you mentioned restoring hope and dignity on your website. Mm-hmm. Does that lend itself to kind of what we just talked about? Or, or what does that mean to you? Yes. That, you know, if you don't look good, you usually don't feel good about yourself. Yeah. And, and that'll chop away at your dignity because you're treated differently than you would be if you, you know, look like everybody else or better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, or if you know that all you're ever going to get are hand-me-downs. And we've heard story after story after story where people have never had a new piece of, of clothing. We had, I know, isn't that sad? Yeah. Um, we had one person at an event that we had in Mississippi called Jumping for Jeans. Mm-hmm. And it was with the Williams family from television show Bring It. And they hosted it, and it was called Jumping for Jeans. Mm-hmm. And we provided jeans and socks. Um, oh. Brand new jeans, tons of jeans, and Bomba socks, which was amazing. Yeah, those um, are nice. <laughs> yeah. And they told me some things that had happened on that event, and that it was one person just started tearing up when she grabbed a pair of jeans, and she goes, I've never had a brand new pair of jeans. Which, you know, think about that. We just go out and buy jeans. Mm-hmm. And she goes, It even has the tags on. So something as little as a tag on a piece of clothing really means a lot. Yeah, it's it's just like a sense of I feel like you feel a little bit empowered, you gain confidence. Um, not that you want to have outward appearances or looks or clothing represent who you are, but it it does give people creativity to express their feelings through their clothing and and give people a sense of who they are and their personality. So it is very important. It does. It's it like not only affects how other people see you, but how you see yourself. Totally. So by putting on the right thing, you see yourself in a different light. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one lesson your nonprofit organization you feel has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Well, I, before this organization, I spent 15 years in a nonprofit organization and I saw poverty and I saw some really sad stories. Um, but after starting clothing across America, um, I see poverty all over the United States. 
it's everywhere and a lot worse than it is in our neighborhood here. Right. And, and it makes me so grateful um, for what I have. I just, I'm so thankful for the things that have been given to me and I just want to give back. And I know that our volunteers are the same way. And we, I guess, grateful is probably the word that any given time, something could be taken away from you, you know, not your fault, but it is. And, you know, we're living in times right now where things can happen easily. So we want to be there. Yeah. What, what, um, demographics do you serve? Is it children, adults, both? Um, what does that look like? All and ages. How can people donate and what types of items should they donate? Basically we're looking, we work with manufacturers because everything we do is brand new. Oh, and everything's brand new. Okay. Everything's brand new. And we do personal care products along with clothing, um, and shoes, of course. And so everything we get usually comes in a semi. So um, individuals can help us tremendously by donating finances, and that can be done on our website, or they can send a check, and that's also information on our website. Um, that helps us pay for expenses. Mm-hmm. Our shipping is very costly, especially right now. So, you know, when our money's gone, it's gone, and then we raise the more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to target, as we raise money, like if I go to Kentucky, um, I try to raise the money in Kentucky because we're a national nonprofit so that those funds go directly back to Kentucky. We are completely volunteer driven. Okay. Nobody makes a penny here. All we do is put it right back into the organization. That's amazing. What does yeah. it take? Cause I imagine an operation this large, what does it take to fundraise to produce the items that you do? No, we've reached over 600 nonprofits. Wow. Um, yeah. And so we, because we're fairly young, we basically do it to grants and mailings at this time. We haven't really had a big fundraiser. If anybody wants to do that, contact me. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a job. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, though. I mean, it's and not only is it neat that it shows people that they can help in so many different ways if they have an idea or a way they want to give back to people. They can yes. figure it out. There's so much out there, so many resources, people resources, financial resources that they can build something that helps someone else. Yeah, it's so amazing. People are so amazing. You know, just the, the people who donate the merchandise. I'll never forget our first major shipment was the jeans. And it was a semi-load of jeans. And I was like, oh my goodness. Everything we seem to get tends to be big. Um, Bomba socks has been amazing. We're getting like 250,000 pairs of socks next wow. year. Yes, they're just, it, just people are so generous. That's really neat. Do you have any specific stories that just really touched you, whether it be from a, a vendor or a volunteer or someone you help? Yeah, lots of them. <laughs> Unfortunately, when our, our associates or people that we collaborate with reach out, to us and tell us things that happened. One was from a monastery and his name is Father Theodosius. And he goes out onto the street with his monk mobile um, <laughs> and he'll deliver mm-hmm. things to people. And he'll set up little pop-up clothing giveaways and things like that. And um, he gets to know the homeless, the street homeless well. And he was giving one of the street homeless men a shirt. Okay. And the man started tearing up. And he's like, this is, this is, 
the first really cool thing I've ever gotten from anybody. He goes, and I can't believe people really care. And then I know it was just so amazing because he was used to not receiving things. And then when he found out it came from Wisconsin, he was like, they actually care about me over there, you know? And it's like, we don't think of ourselves so much that way. We just want to help. Right. And do what we can, but yeah, we do care. And, you know, we, we really pack each box with care and love. That's awesome. What do you enjoy most about speaking to others about your the mission of clothing across America? What what gets you excited to share with other people? Just the generosity of people, you know, the generosity of the clothing donors that uh, give to us and the people that support us financially because we need that in order to keep going. We keep our expense, expenses at bare minimum. Um <laughs> It's exciting because in a world where everything seems to be in such turmoil and people are, you know, at each other, we're not, you know, and the people that are, are, we're all working together for the good, you know, and that's amazing. And um, it's just the kindness of everybody. I think the the thing that impresses me the most is the kindness. Mm -hmm. And also when I look at our map of all of the places we have given to, it, it floors me that it just started with a, simple little interview on Oprah. <laughs> so and here it is. Yeah. So I know you mentioned too earlier that you're a woman of faith and that, you know, really means something to you, especially in this whole give back process. You know, how do you feel like that has fostered this um, giving back that you're doing and maybe even contributed to you wanting to pursue a nonprofit way of living and, and giving back? Well, I believe we're supposed to give back. And it seemed like God opened the doors all along the way. And, you know, sometimes it, it can get like, oh, gosh, you know, we need to raise $600 to send this yeah. shipment out. And it comes, you know, so it's like it just comes. And, and I'm learning um, to just rest in that. And it's like, don't sweat it. Just mm-hmm. pray about it. So, yeah, I think it, it, it has certainly inspired me to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to help those that need help. That's so neat. Before your time um, on Oprah and everything kind of took off, did you have these big dreams to be nationwide all the time? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. But I saw the need. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, oh, well, this is a big hole that is happening, (laughs) you know, and, and let's just try to help one another. And when you think about shelters, they don't have a lot of space for clothes. You know, and a lot of a lot of states don't even have many clothes closets in the, where they can go get clothes. They have to still pay at other places, even though it's used. Um, and then, you know, I thought about that. I'm like, if we can help shelters, that's great. We can keep the clothing out of landfills, perfectly good clothing out of landfills, you know, and, and it also provides a write-off for the people donating the clothing. So it's like amazing. Just a great big wonderful circle. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> what does it take to start your own nonprofit? Because I I can't imagine. I mean, you don't have to get too detailed, but like high level, like what does it take? Because that just seems like a lot. It was huge. <laughs> I, you know, um, it was huge because we're nationwide, and there's a lot of government things you have to jump through, and um, to do fundraising, and it's costly to do that. Mm-hmm. But in order to do fundraising, I didn't think it would be fair to the state of Wisconsin 
to ask for funds for Wisconsin and send it off somewhere else. That just didn't seem right. So in order to do that, we wanted to make it specific, right? So yeah. each state, the funds come to each state. Um, yeah, there was a lot of paperwork. We have to hire a firm to submit all of 40 states that we need to submit paperwork and pay fees to in order to be able to send and, and raise funds in those areas. Mm -hmm. um, that was a huge learning curve for me because I yeah. never had to deal with that before. Also, another learning curve is, you know, we're, we're just, we're six years old. Yeah. So we haven't got a gigantic following of people because we've been focusing on just helping and not necessarily going out there and going, hey, here we are. Right. You know, um, so there's the following of people that know about us um, makes events difficult mm -hmm. uh, for us to do because in my previous job, we'd easily have a ton of people come in um, to events. And here, they're all over the United States. It's hard to bring people together. That's the challenge. Um, uh, the, sometimes the blessings that come our way <laughs> Like shipments when you're not, uh, you have to make room. That's also a challenge for us, but we do it. We always do it. It's never, never failed. So. That's amazing. I, the fact yeah. that things just come in the right time and um, you're obviously doing really, really great things all across America, not just in the wonderful state of Wisconsin, <laughs> yeah. but as we just close out today and reflect on the power of 40 in our lives, maybe trials we're going through or have overcome. I think that we'll understand that in life, we'll continue to experience the good and the bad that life throws our way. But 40 also significant in regards to time. Like Jesus spent 40 days fasting in the wilderness and so many, so many number 40 pops up in the Bible. If you, Diane, just had 40 minutes to impact the world, where would you start and what would you say? Oh my <laughs> <laughs> I would say give from your heart. Mm -hmm. And help your fellow mankind, you know, reach out, help one another um, and and care for one another, love one another. If you're loving one another, you're going to be caring for one another and you're going to be giving to one another. So I guess love one another. That is good because love covers so many different things. And, and when there's just more love, everyone's happy. Um, yeah. It comes from a good place. Right. So I that's think right. that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I loved hearing about your resilience and drive to just make a difference in this world. And I hope you just keep up the good work and we can't wait to see where it goes. For anyone listening, where can they find Clothing Across America online if they want to help donate anything? Sure. We're um, clothingacrossamerica.org. So that's our website. And then you can check us out on Facebook at Clothing Across America. Um, those are probably the two best places to find us. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. This has been fun. For more information on the Power 40 podcast, visit powerofhumans.com. Also stream the podcast on your preferred streaming service.